Hello everybody, welcome back to the Kiwi Gardening Podcast. Today is a solo episode as we have hit level 4 lockdown all throughout New Zealand. So I hope everybody's doing well and have got support that they need. Today my topic for this episode is on herbs. I have selected 7 different herbs that I love to grow and that I thought that you guys might like to grow as well if you don't already or that you might like to learn a little bit more about. What I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about whether you should grow these herbs from seeds or if you should buy the seedling. Then I'll talk about um, some key guides and where you should plant them. Let's look at our first herb and the first one is chives. I love to grow chives and use them in a lot of different ways in the kitchen. I just chuck them with pretty much anything I'm frying up or cooking up. And I especially like the garlic chives. They are definitely my favourite chives. I've got pretty much, I think, 95% of my chives in my garden are garlic chives. So, how do you grow chives? Do we plant these from seed or do we buy a seedling from the garden centre? Well, to be honest, obviously you can do both. But I would recommend to, to the people listening to this podcast would be to grow it from seed. And the reason I say that is because when you buy a packet of chive seeds, you would probably get like maybe a thousand seeds or something like that. And they generally germinate really well. So I don't see any problem with even a beginner gardener starting chives from seeds. But if you do have problems growing it from seed, then yeah, maybe you can buy a seedling. That's totally fine. And sometimes it's just a little bit easier if you don't have time. When we plant it from seed, what I like to do is I like to either grow it straight directly in my garden or I like to grow it in punnets. And usually I grow it in punnets because it seems like a little bit of a waste of space in my garden. It's being less productive when stuff is germinating in there. So I would generally start it in punnets. And what I'll do is I'd probably put maybe 10 to 20 seeds per little punnet. And then what I would do is I would transplant those when they have germinated and are ready to pull out and I'll put those in my garden. You know I like to talk about square foot gardening so if I was going to translate the chives into my square foot gardening measurements I would put nine chive seedlings per little square and this is just an easy metric to use to be able to determine how many you should be sowing and how many you can actually fit in your garden. You've got your chives in your garden now but before you plant them you want to make sure that that place has full sun and they also like a good moisture so make sure that you are getting that sun that they can grow to the best of their abilities. Now when it comes to harvesting what you want to do is you can probably almost remove two-thirds of the total uh, foliage um, every time you harvest and then what you want to do is you want to leave it after that until you harvest it next time you want to let it grow back to a good substantial amount before you harvest it again so maybe you want to leave it another four weeks or so to let it get another flush of growth and then what you can do is you can re-harvest and so on and so on because you are harvesting so many of the leaves What you want to make sure is that you replenish the nutrients in that soil. So what I like to use is a blood and bone. It's a fertilizer that's a powdered fertilizer. And when I harvest my chives, I just sprinkle a little bit around the base of the plants. And then I water that in. That's just replenishing them so that they can actually put out new growth. It's up to you what type of fertilizers you use. But yeah, that's something that I would um, use as a practice to... When you remove something, just put a bit of uh, nutrients back in the soil just to make sure that they don't run out. 
Okay, so that was chives, just very, very basic little guide on chives. Let's talk about thyme and oregano. Now I'm just going to talk about them together. I know that they're not the same plant. So thyme and oregano, you know that these are Mediterranean herbs, which means when you plant them, you want to plant them in full sun. They will tolerate dry climates as well. Let's talk about when we germinate them for thyme and oregano. Would you germinate them from seed? I have done it in the past. I've done it a lot when I was working at the nursery and they do take a while to germinate especially in spring or late winter when we want to actually start growing them so to be honest with you I would actually buy seedlings for thyme and oregano one reason is as I said when you want to plant them in the middle of winter and the beginning of spring it's a little bit too cold still so they might take a long time to germinate and also another reason is you can buy so many cool different varieties of thyme and oregano if you go to your garden center they have like variegated ones so the different colors and you get different ones like you get pizza thyme you get chicken thyme you get these ones that are crazy with their flavors so i think personally i'll just buy the the seedling you can just choose what you want and then you can bung it straight in your garden once you've bought it so yeah i don't see any issues with buying seedlings okay so as i said you want to put them in full sun and another thing you want to be sure and watch out for is to give them the space they need. Thyme grows a little bit up, but it also bushes out as well. Whereas the oregano only bushes out, so it will kind of creep along the ground. It's like a creeping plant. So you want to make sure that you've got the space for that to be able to do that and not being shaded out by other plants. But if you only want it small, don't worry about that. Um, you can just keep harvesting the leaves and then you can just keep it small if you really want to do that. Once you've established your thyme or oregano into your garden and it's thriving, what you can do is you can create cuttings. You can just cut the tips maybe three to five centimeters depending on what type of plant you've got and just whack that in water and within a few days you should have some roots on there and then you can transplant that back into some soil and some punnets or you can put it straight into punnets without putting it in water first. Uh, it might take a little bit longer but you'll get the same results as well. You just want to make sure you keep that foliage a little bit moist and you want the soil not to be too wet. That's something you can do, a little bit of a fun exercise you can do to create more plants. And to be honest, this is something that you can do once the plant is almost about to die from its age. So what you can do is preserve that plant by taking cuttings. Now let's move on to the next one. We have lemon balm. Lemon balm, to be honest, if you're just wanting one plant, I'd probably just buy that as a seedling. Reason being is you'll get a few thousand lemon balm seeds inside a packet but you don't really want that many in your garden as they grow quite quickly and they also produce so many seeds at the end of the season. They will produce like thousands and thousands of seeds if your plant is established well. And what they'll do is they will drop in your garden and then they will germinate. When you first start growing lemon balm, just buy a seedling and then what you can do is just harvest those seeds at the end of the season and then you can keep them for your next season. Lemon balm also likes to be grown in a partial shade and on the very hot days of summer you may notice that your lemon balm is wilting but don't worry about this um, just give it some moisture and it will come back as it's just one of its characteristics to wilt in stressful hot weather. When you harvest this you can cut it back 
quite strong. It kind of gets a little bit woody, so it gets a little bit hard. You want to make sure just above your cut, you want to make sure there's a little bud there so it can re-sprout and keep pushing out. Because if you cut it back too low, it might not actually keep pushing out. Now let's talk about basil. I know that basil is one of those plants that a lot of beginner gardeners start growing and to be honest when I started gardening I really didn't have any success with growing it. I didn't really enjoy eating it either so it didn't really help. But more recently I've found that there are so many different varieties of basil so you don't just have to stick to the, the regular one and they all have different growing requirements. Last year I grew maybe three different types of basil. I grew like a purple one. I just grew the, the normal sweet Genovese basil. And then I also grew a Thai basil. They just have so many different uses in the kitchen. So I would definitely, if you have never tried growing different types of basil, I would totally give that a go once we're out of lockdown. What I did is I companion planted them with my Russian red tomatoes and they seem to grow really well. So that's something I'll be doing again this year. And yeah, I'll probably keep growing the same varieties that I did last year. But to be honest, if you have a small family or you're just trying to feed yourself, I wouldn't go too crazy. I'd just probably plant one or two because they do get quite big. Unless you are like keen on making pesto, then yeah, totally go hundies and plant as many as you want. Okay, so seed or seedling. Now I know that for all of the things we've talked about, in New Zealand, we have so many different climates and even throughout the world, we have so many different climates. So my climate might be different to, my neighbor's climate might be different to the person living in the South Island. So I can't really give you information based on my climate because it won't help you. So what I would say is basil, as well as the thyme and oregano, as we talked about before, they all need heat to germinate. So if we're planting those at the end of winter, it's not going to be hot enough unless we have a hot house or we have some heating or something like that uh, to actually get a good germination for our spring planting. So in that respect, for most places that are too cold, I would just recommend buying the seedlings in. And you want to make sure that you're not going to get any frosts when you transplant them out because they are frost sensitive and they will die if they get a big frost on them. With that in mind, I will probably be buying seedlings this year as I can just buy three different varieties, just buy one of each instead of having to buy a packet with 1000 seeds of each variety because I won't be using them all this year. Once you've transplanted them, the thing you want to do is once they have a certain amount of leaves, you want to pinch some of the leaves off. You want to pinch their growing tips off to help them bush out. That will encourage them to bush out. So you want to do that early on. Don't pinch it too low, but make sure that there's a leaf with new growth right below where you pinch. Okay, let's move on to herb number five. Herb number five is mint. Now, mint, I would just buy a seedling because with the thyme and oregano, you can buy different types. You do not want to plant a thousand seedlings in your garden because they are kind of invasive, to be honest, and they will take over your garden if you leave them to their own devices. Planting tips, I would plant it inside a pot or inside a container or in one of those wall pockets because it has a limited space where it can grow. Mint really loves to creep around and it will creep under the surface of the soil and then it will pop up everywhere. So if you plant it in your raised bed and let it run free, it definitely can take over. So just make sure that you are keeping that in check. Um, don't be scared away from growing mint, but do realize that they can take over your garden if you don't take care of it. But the good thing is what you can do is you can easily take cuttings from mint. You can easily propagate 
minting, you probably should never have to buy another seedling again once you've bought your first one. And there are some cool different varieties. You can buy chocolate mint and you can buy the standard mint and peppermint. So yeah, go hundies in that. I would definitely grow one. So what you want to do is you want to also put that in full sun, but it also can tolerate shade, partial shade. And you want a well draining soil, but you want to keep them moist as well. So you want to have a moist soil, but you want to have it well draining. So you don't want to grow it in clay or something like that. But if you're growing in a pot, you can just put it in potting mix anyway. So you wouldn't have any issues there. Okay, next we'll talk about parsley. Now, parsley, I would probably grow from seed. It's easy to germinate from seed. Uh, it can actually take a while to germinate. I would definitely grow this from seed, but you can also grow from seedling, no problems at all. This also needs a full sun, and to be honest, with all these herbs that I've listed above, I'd plant them close to the kitchen if you have the ability to do that. Or if you have a sunny windowsill in your kitchen, I would probably pop the basil there, probably put a parsley, maybe a chives and thyme there. You can easily look after them on the bench and easy access for when you actually want to use it in cooking. Because the worst thing is when you grow awesome veggies, but it's too far away from the house for you actually to use them and utilize what you've grown. With parsley, you don't have to harvest the whole plant, as most of you will be aware. You just harvest the leaves and you can cut it back quite far, to be honest. It doesn't mind uh, pruning and then it will come back again. So don't be afraid to prune it quite hard. The last one I want to talk about is coriander and I know that probably 50% of you will love coriander and the other 50% will absolutely hate it. When I was younger I definitely was the, the one who hated the coriander, I thought it tasted like soap but I have now found my love for this coriander and I absolutely love it so much. It is awesome in like soups and things like that, just by itself as well, it's so fresh and it just yeah, it's really nice. So I would grow these from seed as you probably will want to do a, a few different sowings throughout the year because they don't last too long. You kind of harvest them quite well. Now you want to put in full sun or partial shade. And then you want to be careful though in the hot months of summer, they will bolt to seed very quickly. You want to make sure that you have well watered them in the hot summer months. If you can, maybe put them in partial shade at that point. So maybe put them in a pot or something like that in the middle of summer and then just give it a bit more shade so then it doesn't go to seed. Because once a plant goes to seed, it's the end of its life. They are putting out their babies so that they can die and then their babies will be in the soil and they will germinate later. So we want to stop that from happening. And the way to do that is to keep the, the adult plant healthy and not wanting to reproduce Okay, now that's a very quick overview on those herbs mentioned. Now I just want to go through all of them again and quickly say how we can use them in the kitchen. I'll probably just be talking about the ways I use them in the kitchen, but you know, there's so many other ways to use them in the kitchen as well, so sorry if I leave some of those out. As I said with chives, I absolutely love putting them with soups. Uh, I love eating chives with Korean barbecue. That's probably my favorite way to eat it, just with a bit of meat and stuff like that. Then we have thyme and oregano. Most uh, basic way we all know about using them is to put them on pizza or you can even put it on a roast. So if you're roasting something and making a stew, you can chuck that in with the meat when you're cooking it up. Also, if you're frying up mushrooms, if you love your mushrooms, add a bit of thyme or oregano in it. It absolutely makes it taste amazing. Okay, lemon balm. Um, lemon balm, I, the way I used it was I would put it with my drinking water in summer. So I'd add ice and lemon balm to my drink 
and that would just add a little bit of uh, like a sweet lemon taste to it and it was really nice. Uh, another way you can use it is making tea. You can use a coffee plunger to brew your tea and just put a whole bunch of chopped up leaves at the bottom of your coffee plunger then pour your water in. So it separates it, wait till the water inside that pot has turned light green and then you're good to go. That also tastes amazing and it has a really fresh taste to it. Basil, we know we can make pesto with that. We can also add it to pizzas. We can add it to like Thai food, like all those spicy curries and stuff like that. It tastes amazing in those. Let's talk about mint. Mint we can add to drinks, just like we did with the lemon balm. You can also, if you're growing peppermint, make tea. With the mint, you can also add it to, if you're eating Greek-style food, it's great with that. Then you've got your parsley. Parsley is great on garlic bread. I absolutely love putting parsley on garlic bread. It's also really nice with different types of fish dishes. So you can get really creative here and you can make some really awesome things with, with adding parsley. Then the last one, we have coriander. The way I like to eat coriander, I love to put it in like Vietnamese soups. That really tastes amazing. It's probably the best way to eat it. If you are having a Korean barbecue, like I said before, uh, that's another way to eat it. And I love eating it with that. You can eat it raw if you want. There's a lot of different ways, but that's how I like to eat it. If you have any other ways to eat it, then go ahead and try those as well. Okay, guys, that's going to be all for this episode. Sorry if it's a little bit all over the place. I hope this is a little bit of content for you guys to be able to consume while we're in lockdown. And I really hope you enjoy it and you start growing your herbs. So, guys, uh, keep safe, um, stay at home, and enjoy this podcast episode. See you.